0: Welcome to The Hive Podcast, a show that helps inspire you to pursue your passions and ambitions. My name is Jared Spink, and I'm your host. I'm a photographer, videographer, and entrepreneur. Join me as I sit down with other entrepreneurs and creators to learn more about their process, how they've built communities around their brands, and the experiences they've had along the way. I hope that these conversations inspire you to pursue your goals. You're listening to The Hive Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hive Podcast. Super excited to be back after our extended summer break. Sometimes you just need a break, guys. Whatever your creative endeavor is, if sometimes when you do it repetitively, it can feel like a chore. And I by no means wanted this podcast to feel like a chore because it's awesome, of course. That's why you're listening and you're subscribed, right? So, you know, hit that subscribe button in your podcast player or on YouTube. But we did a little redesign. You may have noticed when you hit the play button in your podcast uh, player. Or if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be watching on YouTube because it's really fun recording the live uh, recordings of the podcast. You see that we have a new overlay, we've got the new logo kind of all over the place. It's a lot punchier. It's really cool. It's been a lot of fun kind of redesigning this and, and just refining the logo and the look a little bit better. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm stoked to be back. I hope you're happy that The podcast is back, but stay to the end of the episode because we have a very important announcement I think you're going to be excited about. But without further ado, let's get into episode 61 with our guest, Mr. Camera Junkie. What's up, dude?
1: How are you doing, Jared? Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. I'm excited to have you on the show. We've been chit-chatting for a while to get you scheduled, and we finally found some time that fit in both of our schedules to get you on and to talk about who Mr. Camera Junkie is but also to tackle some important topics I think a lot of creators deal with. So we're gonna get into it. But for those that don't know who Mr. Camera Junkie is, why don't you give them the rundown of the content you create on YouTube?
1: Cool, well, my name's Lewis, also known as Mr. Camera Junkie uh, on all social media platforms. I am a photographer, videographer, and video editor that started basically by rekindling his passion. I am a camera junkie, but my channel is basically based around helping new photographers and videographers understand complex photography terms that might be like might put people off.
0: And you do such a good job at that. You know, you really take complicated subjects and simplify them. So, you know, someone who's a noob to photography or videography can take that information and implement it easily and immediately which is which is great and i mean guys he's got the best name for a channel right? mr camera junkie i think dude that is such a good name mr camera junkie i love it because i am a camera junkie i love gear it's it's a fantastic name Thank you. so let's dive into how you got started and you know what challenges came along the way. Cause I love hearing those stories and I think it helps, you know, the listeners get motivated to do the same. So, uh, we were chit chatting before this, you, you started the channel in like 2019, right? But it, the planning kind of started in 2018. So kind of walk me, walk me through that. What, what started in 2018 and, and where did it go from there?
1: That's a great question. What actually happened was in uh, my daytime job, I actually fixed iPhones for my business. And I wanted to actually start getting better video and better photos of what I was doing with that business that rekindled my passion for photography, which is something that I actually went to school for. Because of it, I was establishing my photography side business, so to speak. Um, And I was working on different platforms. But in 2018, when I was doing that, I kind of already just picked the Mr. Camera Junkie name and then kind of took it on YouTube, not really doing much with it because I really wasn't sure what I was going to do with the channel, if anything at all. But I was really intrigued with YouTube because it was YouTube was opening itself up to me for the first time. That's awesome.
0: I, I, you know, I say it all the time that you need to just start, but start with a plan. And that's exactly what you did. You started with a plan. You started implementing that plan. Um, and, you know, even if it took you longer than you had hoped, you still had that plan and you follow kind of that path that you wanted to go down. What kind of hesitation did you feel along the way though? Walk me through that because I think a lot of creators uh, struggle with that. I mean, they struggle with the just start because, of maybe self doubt, um, even with a plan, you can only you can over plan and psych yourself out. So, what kind of held you back along that way, even while implementing, you know, kind of that plan and that strategy that you you came
1: up with? Well, the plan that I actually had was actually no plan. I had just an open end, and I started using YouTube as a creative outlet so that I could actually just you know have fun with the platform. It was. Shortly after that, when things actually changed and it started revealing itself to me to the possibilities of what can be done on this platform.
0: When you first made your video and uh, you hit that upload button, tell me about the feelings that you, you felt when you finally completed your first video and got it up. Because I remember mine and I, I think if you ask any creator, they're going to remember that first video the hard work that went into it and that feeling of hitting upload and like, oh man, that it's live. (laughs) Walk me through that experience and what was going through your mind? Because I love, I love hearing
1: that. Well, my, my experience with that was totally different. I actually grew up in the television production and film or filmmaking niche. I was one of the kids that you would see in the morning announcements at my elementary school. So I actually went to school all the way through high school doing that. So personally, for me, I understand the fears that people would have about putting a video live, but I actually was a lot more excited than fearful for that opportunity because of what I had said. I was just starting to realize the possibility of the YouTube platform. That's awesome.
0: Well, man, I'm happy that you got started and you started putting videos up there because I've really enjoyed them. But what you're really known for is live streaming. Live streaming is a whole nother beast compared to making a video and putting it out on YouTube. It can be frightening. Uh, I can I can vouch for that because <laughs> I, I I make videos. I do the podcast, but I hadn't live streamed for, until I'd been on live streams. But I haven't done my I had not done my own. And I just did it a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. It, I mean, I guess you could do it without preparation, but it's gonna be a lot better if you prepare. Um, It's nerve wracking. And you kind of just jumped into it last December and you went live every single day for the month of December. So walk me through the decision of going live and on top of that, to do it every day. For an entire month which it's just it's mind-boggling it's it's awesome i i'm so happy you did that and it's definitely an inspiration so kind of walk me through that whole process and that experience
1: okay well i'm kind of glad that i did that too because it wasn't really expected um throughout the year of 2020 through lockdowns and things like that on top of uploading uh, my own video on-demand content to my channel as much as i possibly could I had been partaking in a lot of live streams, starting from Peter Gregg, who was doing live streams at the beginning of the year because he wanted to learn how to do it himself. And I quickly realized that live streaming was something that I really enjoyed on the platform even more than the on-demand content. So while I was home working on phone repairs or computer repairs, Whenever a live stream would just pop up on the YouTube platform, I was in it and conversing and just having a lot of fun in chat while participating in the live streams. It was throughout the year of 2020 that I realized that even though I love YouTube and I love creating you know, video on demand content, I really love live streaming. You know, whether it's being a participant or being a host of it. So it was towards the end of November when I came to this realization that I was like, I have the ability to live stream and I love it so much. So why don't I start doing? And I started researching into the live streaming aspect of what was needed to live stream just towards late November. At that same time, was when I was participating in Tom Buck's forty thousand subscriber live stream, and me just doing my thing, you know, kind of grinding away. Tom took a small snippet of that, recognized me in chat, and gave me a quick shout out on his live stream, which blew my mind. I I really wasn't expecting it, and that is one of the biggest realizations that I had on this platform, which was I was working my way to try to get onto the stage. And Tom kind of made me realize that I was already there, but I was just far left, you know, not in the spotlight. And once that epiphany like really hit me, it was when uh everything came into fruition, the the live streaming, the channel and what I wanted to do with it. And after just a little bit of research on December 1st, I, I realized that I had enough already as far as equipment to do a live stream. And I just went live on my channel and I had nobody watching. And it was great because it really helped when you know, when you have the nerves, I guess so to speak, that people would have when they do live and all of the things that could possibly go wrong went wrong. You know, I was I was uploading at like 10, 10 frames per second. It was super choppy. Oh man. <laughs> it was the worst experience. But I was glad that nobody was there to see that because you know it's still on my channel if you want to go look it up, but it's there just to show me that you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And
0: yeah, I love that saying. That's a, that's a good, I think what Sean Cannell saying, I love that. I've heard him say that. That is so true is you don't, you don't need to be great. You don't, you, you can bootstrap it, but you're never going to get to that point. If you don't start, just start. I absolutely love it, man. That's what this, that's what this podcast is all about to hear these stories so everybody else can just start and realize hey, everybody was in the same boat at one point or, or another. You just got to start. And I love, I love that you say that you had that epiphany because I, I mean, I went through something very similar. I, I can't remember the exact point, but it, there was an epiphany that was like, I'm just going to do this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you push the fear aside and I, I know, right? I know it's going to suck at first. It's going to be horrible. You'll probably get some thumbs down and some stupid comments. And once you accept that and you're like, okay, whatever. Right. And you start doing it, it gets better. And then you, you find a, a niche in a community of creators you fit in with. And, and I found that through this podcast and through other, you know, watching live streams. And that's how we got connected is, is through watching the same live streams. I mean, I think during the week we chat all the time because we're we're always watching the same live streams and that just doesn't happen if you don't get started right you got to get started guys i cannot say that enough so your very first live stream you're streaming in 10 frames a second very choppy um it, it wasn't <laughs> long. no one showed up yeah
1: no one showed up it wasn't it wasn't long it was maybe like 15 minutes once i realized that i couldn't fix the problems that i was having and then i was just like you know, thanks for stopping by for everyone. And the next day it was just doing the same thing, kind of like that Peter Gregg had done, which was just trying to fix all the little quirks. And by day mm-hmm. three, I had a lot of them figured out, you know? And yeah, that's when I started researching a little bit more. And the next day, December, it was actually December 4th that I was, Watching Peter Gregg's live stream and December 5th is when I was lucky enough to get in contact with Doc Rock. And I was lucky enough to be on one of his live streams. And that Saturday, he basically said the same thing that you did. He was like, Mr. Camera Junkie, that's a name that we need to pay attention to. (laughs) And he pulled up my channel on the spot in a live stream. And started giving me a channel review right on the spot, gave me a lot of good tips. And once he was done, he invited me to join his online community, which is called the Let's Get Live community on Facebook and also Let's Get.Live website is available now because of how much that community has grown. And starting in December, he was doing a thing called Vlogmas, which was, you know, a video or a vlog every day. But the vlogging or video on demand content was not what I was trying to level up on. So I asked him, I was like, is it okay that I participate, but I'm going to do it live streaming every day? And he said, sure, just come on into the group. And that started my. 30 day run in December of live streaming every day and I don't think it was a week it wasn't even a week after I started by the seventh that I was already building a community and I didn't even have a hundred subscribers on my channel
0: yeah I think, I mean, I think that's what holds a lot of people. Oh, I mean, there's a few things that, in, that, in all that we can unpack that hold people back. The main thing I think, and, and, and what held me back at first was definitely like, okay, if I'm going to go live, the whole point of going live is to interact with the online community and, and be able to foster that community live on the spot. So it's like the people watching can actually be a part of the show, but what do you do if, if no one's there? <laughs> You know, so I think that holds a lot of people back. No one, no one's showing up. But like, like you, if you have a plan going into it, even if even if it's the plan is not to have a plan and just see what happens, it, at least you're prepared for that.
1: Well, something that holds a lot of people back is that not have like that fear of what if nobody shows up? Well, there is another channel on YouTube platform called Live Streaming Pros. Luria Petrucci always says that You can go into a live stream as if nobody were to show up. And that's kind of the only pre planning that I had, which was I didn't know exactly where it was going, but I also knew that I was ready for me to do it completely solo, not really relying on anything else. And if whether you do it completely off the whim, like I did, or you go in with bullet points or try to create a video on demand type. Video out of your live stream, then that can take a lot of the like worries or the the stress that you can have about going live right off the bat because you already have a plan as if nobody were to show up. And if somebody does, then it's just a bonus. And that's where you start building your community from there.
0: Yeah, that's that's important. I mean, the way what really helped me is basically it's like making a video live, right? So I just did the, you know, an unboxing and audio test of the new Audio-Technica AT-2040, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of making a video, I just went live and unboxed it and did the audio test and everything. So just having, having a plan of how you were going to do a video anyway, and just doing it live, it it also makes it just kind of more chill, more laid back and more, more fun to do. And, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about it being super polished, which is nice. You want to do your best, but you also don't need to worry about chopping it up and making it look super polished. What I've loved too, and I think this is a, is a great suggestion for people that are just thinking about it, like you, your first one, you you made some mistakes, you came back the next day, you fixed them. That alone, guys, can be your content. Okay, you know, yesterday I just did my first live stream and it was horrible stream. It had 10 frames a second. I was doing this and I was doing that. So don't do those mistakes. Here's how you fix them. You can turn your mistakes into content itself, which is which is really, really awesome and a good way to look at it so you guys can get started. Well, what was your biggest takeaway after, you know, that 30 days of live streaming was done? How did you feel the next day on day 31 when, when you know, the 30 days was done? What was going through your mind? What was the, what were you telling yourself? What was next?
1: Well, what I was telling myself was don't go live because I had already built a routine of like going live and speaking to a community every single night that it became like the nightly hangout. Um, I had to limit myself and make it a weekly hangout so that I could actually get things done in my everyday life because I am a father and my son is priority. Now, what one of the biggest takeaways that I got from that month was that it's never going to be perfect. And if that's what you're waiting for, then stop waiting because there's nothing that's stopping you if that is what is holding you back. You know, we are our biggest, you know, like um, our biggest, not advocates, but, you know, we, we treat ourselves the worst pretty much. And I can honestly tell you that there's, always going to be something that goes wrong. For example, I had a live stream that I could not figure out my microphone situation for the life of me. And I spent the good part of 45 minutes to 50 minutes with my audience interacting through the chat, trying to fix my audio situation. And it was so much fun. You know, we all laughed at how bad it got, but accepting that it wasn't perfect and that it's, you know, it's a work in progress could really remove a lot of the limiting doubt that you have in yourself. So once we were able to fix the microphone, we were able to live stream for like another hour and a half and it became close to a three hour live stream just because we were having so much fun. That's great. I mean, we've,
0: I think we've unpacked a lot of experiences and knowledge and proof don't need to be perfect. Have a little bit of a plan and just get started, guys. I mean, Mr. Camera Junkie is a perfect example. I myself am a perfect example, trust me. Um, but you watch any live show. I mean, you mentioned Doc Rock, right? Doc Rock really pushed me to go live too. And there, there's him, there's, there's the whole community over at Ecamm, right? Everybody makes mistakes. You watch those and there's mistakes in them all the time. But who cares, right? Who cares? Everybody's having a good time. You're still getting the knowledge. If you want to watch something super polished, go watch a Hollywood movie, right? You're not going to get that on YouTube. Perfection on YouTube, um, I think in the long run, actually makes things less interesting. It's cool at first. You're like, oh, cool. But then it gets really repetitive. Some of the, the flaws is what makes things interesting and keeps people coming back and makes it fun for everybody. So don't worry about it. Well, Mr. Camera Junkie, this has been fun, man has been a great conversation for everybody. I, listeners, I hope, I hope you get something out of this. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button. So Mr. Camera Junkie and I know you have enjoyed this conversation. So what's next for Mr. Camera Junkie?
1: Well, um, I now have been live streaming consecutively every week for 36 weeks since that December. And I don't see any stop in sight. So if you want to find me, you can find me on my live streams. Um, what's next for me, I really don't know because there's so many possibilities. The, 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 the thing that I've been doing lately has been my video editing, which is something that I wasn't expecting, but because I really haven't put a label on what I'm doing with this channel or the fact of what I'm doing with anything at all leaves the possibilities for anything to happen. You know, I sometimes think that labels tend to be limitations. So if you don't label things, then maybe you have no limits.
0: Great, great, man. I love that feedback. And I think that's going to help a lot of people. And that's such great insight. Well, man, I appreciate your time. It's been a great conversation. And uh, for anybody watching, make sure you go and subscribe to Mr. Camera Junkie and watch those live streams. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. It's been an honor you know to have uh, to be asked to be on this podcast seeming that I've been an avid listener to this podcast since I found it so it's been uh it's been amazing and this is just one of the many things that has been able to happen in such such a short time since just the beginning of the year basically in December that I have the opportunity to share my story with you and you know and your audience so thank you very much Um, i'm super grateful and honored well i really appreciate you
0: coming on the show mr camera junkie and i know all you listeners have appreciated hearing mr camera junkie's story It, it just goes to prove that no matter the size of the channel you have a voice and you can inspire other people Mr. Camera Junkie has inspired me to go live. He's helped me with a few projects that I have going, and he's been a great resource. And you can do that too for anybody uh, that subscribes to your channel. So just get started. I told you we had an important announcement, and that's the fact that The Hive Podcast now has merch that is all about what this show is about. And that's Just Get Started. So I'm gonna throw it up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening in the podcast player of choice, well, there's a link down in, in the show notes. You can check out the merch, but it really, it really just nails home what the show is all about. And that's a, hey, just get started. You can do it too. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed episode 61 after the summer break. I hope you like the new logo, the new look. And also you may have noticed a slightly shorter format of a show to give you just bite-sized pieces. Well, Maybe a little bit bigger than bite size, but that inspiration you need to get started throughout the week since these episodes come out every Monday. So make sure you listen Monday mornings, get inspired, and just get started. All right, guys, make sure you give this video a thumbs up if you're watching in YouTube. And if you're listening, again, in your favorite podcast player of choice, make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating if you're listening in the Apple Podcast Player. I appreciate it, and I will talk to you guys next week.